Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. Good morning. Good morning. I love doing morning podcast recordings with you. Yeah, I've realized um, the fresh jolt of coffee is very helpful. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, it's relaxing. I feel like my head hasn't been filled with whatever's going on with the rest of the day. You know? mm. um, okay, so your background is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I'm sitting next to a golf course on Hilton Head Island. <laughs> <laughs> Working from home. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like everybody, if they have the opportunity, should do this because so me and my husband, we've worked remote now. This is our fourth time. And we did this is our third time at Hilton Head and one time in Florida. But we just like pack up everything we need and then work in an Airbnb for a week. And it's so nice because at lunchtime you can go on a walk at the beach or yeah, have a beer next to the pool after work, you know. Or like mm -hmm. we got bikes yesterday, like you saw, and we're just biking around the island. And it's so, it's good because it mixes it up from the everyday humdrum of waking up and working from home, like we've been doing for the last year. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I would think that's like a mental health necessity, what y'all are doing. Yeah, it really is. And I'm still, I mean, we're still working all day. We're still in meetings all day long. You know, it's oh, not yeah. like it's vacation, but you're right. It's like a, a mental break from seeing the same stuff, mm -hmm. <laughs> like running into each other in the same area of the house or whatever. Yeah. Wait, so that was your first time renting bikes on the beach? Yeah. It was and you loved so it. Fun. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. It's okay. So it's my favorite thing to do. We've done it. See, I have to ask Jason if they always did it on Edisto before I started coming or if when I came, it was like a thing that we, but now we've done it. We bring our own bikes or we rent bikes every time we go. And there are several reasons I love it as opposed to like running or walking. One, you get to see a lot more of the area. Right. And two, it's very relaxing compared to running. And also you can do it in combination with drinking alcohol. <laughs> so that's yes. always a bonus on vacation, right? Oh my gosh, all three of those reasons are perfect. You know and oh perfect. four four is um no matter how hot it is, there's always a little breeze when you're biking. Yeah. So it's good. It's a great great activity for the beach. Yeah, it was fun. I um, I have to be careful because whenever I'm doing anything, <laughs> okay, David won't run with me. And it's the same reason, like, because we go out and I'll be like, oh, that was great. Let's do a little bit more. Let's do three miles instead of two miles. And I'll be like, you look great. Let's keep going. And I always push him, you know, and he's like, this is not fun. And yeah. so with the bike ride yesterday, like we went on a little, a quick little four mile loop. And then after work, we're like, okay, let's go down to Caligny beach or something. And I was like, let's go all the way down to Harbor town, which is like probably a 20 mile round trip 
bike ride, you know? And we haven't biked since, I mean, actually, actually biked in years, right? So because David's like, he's like, hold on. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> Wait, what time is this? Like 5 p.m.? Yeah, like, yeah, like 4 or yeah. something like that. And he's like, okay. We're going to take it slow. I'm like, okay, fine. Okay. Like we don't have to do a full Ironman just because we have bikes, you know? And then he's like, like he kept telling me because we're riding on the beach and he's like, this is supposed to be enjoyable, not a race. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, I'm enjoying this. This is fun and relaxing. That inside of you is like, that's exactly what my dad does. Like just (laughs) everything has to turn into this like heart rate pumping workout. <laughs> I even at one point I turned, I looked at my watch. I'm like, David, we're in the perfect fat burning zone. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> so that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. That's, you know, I need him to balance myself out. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh so. man. Okay. So for the topic today, are we going to talk about Big family dynamics, or are we going to talk about weddings in general? Which, which do you feel like you'd have more to say about? Um, I would have a lot to say about both of those. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do we- weddings. Let's do a tribute to Cecilia and Dan and talk about weddings in general. Let's do it. Okay. So for our listeners, um, the reason we did not pod last week or the week before (laughs) (laughs) is that really two weeks off uh i'm sorry um okay so we all went down to greenville for my baby sister's wedding she's number five in our family she's 10 years younger than me like 10 years and three days and um it was the third well so I always count your wedding as part of this because it was just like a, I don't know, like, I don't know. You're like a sister. And I was in your wedding too. So um, it was te- it was technically because my, my one brother, they had kind of a, not elopement, but a very quick wedding without like a big um, party or anything. And then my other brother brother had a big wedding about five years ago, six years ago. And you had your big wedding. Is it going to be six years in October? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I know. And then, um, and then yes. And then it was Cecilia and mine was like 11 years ago in May. Um, and then Cecilia's and Dan's. And it was just like, yes, we all rented this like Elizabeth and I worked really hard to find a house that could fit four families with little kids um, so that we could be together with my brother Mo and his family and then her sister Catherine, my cousin, and her family and us. And it was just so fantastic. And it just so happened that the one house we found that worked for that was like a half a block from the reception and from and like a block away from the rehearsal dinner and just amazing location. Yeah, that was a perfect house. (laughs) We got lucky. (laughs) We really did. It was so much fun. It was so it was technically a B and B, like a bed and breakfast that you can just rent one room. So if anyone's listening and you want to go visit Greenville, it would be a great one. It's called the Swamp Rabbit Inn. And it has like, you can rent a bike from there for the day for a really good price and just bring it right back, which is so convenient because usually 
if you rent bikes, you know, you have to go get them or you have to get them to be dropped off or picked up. And it was really nice that it was all there, even though we didn't have time for that. But um, yeah, anyone who wants to get a good experience of a new town, that would be a good one. Yeah. And it was all, it was very clean and lovely. Shout out mm-hmm. Swamp Rabbit Inn. But it was funny because we just got the entire Airbnb, or not Airbnb, bed and breakfast. Yeah. And so what did we have? We had eight adults and nine children. Um, oh my had- gosh. Yeah. There's six between Mo and me and then three for Catherine. Yeah. And yeah. only one of them plus was a girl. Justin. So- oh yeah. Plus Justin. Yeah. So it was loud. <laughs> it was so fun. And yeah. those kids will hopefully remember that for a long time because they had, oh, yeah. they were so fun. They had such a great time. Moses said the same thing, Liz, that his favorite part was like, just, he's like, I really just loved like when we all stayed up and we're just talking and um, he's like, that was so much fun. And yeah, he's called me like twice. Tell me he loves me. Oh. <laughs> It was so fun, though. It was, yeah, it was fantastic. You do need to get, like, asked them about, hey, the one thing we were confused by was, like, the lack of fresh pastries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on online, they did say that they were going to, like, ship in fresh pastries from some bakery. I feel like that was up north every day. And I think there were Lara bars there, but that was the closest thing to resemble a pastry. So and they, they were just there the first day. They didn't bring in more, which you'll have to ask them. Cause like, if they're like, Oh, that's true for, if you're renting one room, you should be like, well, we paid you more. <laughs> <laughs> so you rented all of them. It doesn't make any sense. I'll ask. But even with that, it was just, it was so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we did that for the wedding and um, how are we going to loop this around to the topic? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, just like, so it was super cool having a family wedding. And I was thinking about it a lot because I was like, you know, um, people in smaller families obviously get this when their sibling gets married too, where they're like, you're in the wedding, you're a part of it, but it's not stressful to you. It's not your actual wedding. Yeah. Um, but it's very like, you're, it's very intimate and you're really close to all of what's going on. Um, but the fun thing about growing up in a family with five siblings is that we get to do it over and over and over again. (laughs) And it's just like, I swear it's like the more times you do it, the more fun it is. Like, it's like you get, you just get better at it. You're, you know, like this was our first time all renting a place together instead of just everybody finding their own, set up and trying to get together in between stuff. And it was so awesome to have like a place to invite other family who were out of town to come hang out. And, um, and then just, yeah, like being able to dance together and eat good food together. And just, I don't know, it was like, I loved so much about the fact that it was a wedding. Like it wouldn't have been the same if it was just like a family vacation. Right. Because I think that there's this, excitement in the air and just it's a big moment you know Mm -hmm. like there's um I mean for us as Catholics it's it's a sacrament like it's a covenant you're entering into with God and your spouse and it was just like so beautiful and such an honor to like be a witness of that and be a part of that but also um 
yeah, just the fact that you're, it's your, your sibling or your close cousin. Um, I think it just makes it also like a family reunion, which is without, it's like a family reunion with a purpose, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually was thinking during mass, during the wedding mass, um, I don't remember what the priest said even, <laughs> but I remember it made me start thinking because when my husband and I first got engaged, he was previously married and he's not Catholic. So mm-hmm. it meant that one, he had to get an annulment, which is so difficult. It really is like it's stuff where he has to talk to his ex-wife and you have to get two people to be interviewed and discuss why it was never real, a real marriage. So you're just like digging up old memories and stuff, you know, it's probably hard to go through it and not feel like you're put on the defensive real bad. Yeah. And like, and honestly, you're kind of struggling with this balance of how truthful (laughs) am I supposed to be? You know, I mean, obviously he's very truthful, but that thought does kind of cross your mind. Um, And so then there's the other piece of it where like, so that was his marriage. And then the fact that he's not Catholic, I was really just struggling to figure out how, how do we get married? Do we get married in the church? And, you know, it just would be less important to him. He wouldn't understand the mass and it, it didn't feel like it would be our wedding, but more my wedding. And at one point I remember thinking like, oh, we could just, you know, get married really quick and then have a celebration later on down the road, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and we ended up uh, going through um, the normal normal counseling that you have to before you get married in the church. And our priest was like, oh, why don't you do this? Blah, blah, blah. He was wonderful. And he was very fantastic. He was, he's a canonical lawyer. Is that how you say it? A canon lawyer. lawyer. A canon lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just wonderful to work with. But anyway, I was thinking during Cecilia and Dan's wedding of how like, we came so close of just being like, oh, this is about us. We're just going to get married really quick and that's it. But weddings are meant to be celebrated, mm-hmm. right? Like they're supposed to be a living testament. And and like you said, a sacrament. And, and it's public. Like and it's, it's not public. just a private thing. Exactly. Because if it's private, I mean, you're not openly celebrating your union with someone else or or even like your belief in God that you're going to make vows before God Mm -hmm. and all your family members. So I think to what you're saying, there's the aspect of, of being the family that's invited to the wedding and uh, getting to hang out and be with each other and have those memories and sort of everything um, cumulating up to the moment of the wedding and the big celebration. And you're right. Like there's excitement. It's not just a family reunion. It's so much more than that. But then, so there's that aspect from being, um, an attendee, (laughs) I guess, but then also being the bride and groom. I just hope that Cecilia and Dan felt so loved and they're going to have all these stories and memories and just sort of like this wave of happiness that pushes them into their first year of marriage, yeah. you know? And it's so much more than just, um, you know, getting dressed up and having all the attention on the bride. That's not what it is. It's, it's really like, I feel like this weekend just 
solidified for me why weddings are meant to be celebrated. It brings your family together. It gives you so much more than just really good cake from Publix. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not, it's not to your point, it's not about attention. Like the reason that like as Catholics, you you can't have a secret wedding. Like you can't have a private wedding. You have to have, it has to be something that um, you you don't necessarily have to have a big wedding, but you have to have witnesses yeah. and it's, it, it has to be like a known thing. Like you can't just secretly get married. Right. Um, you can't secretly celebrate any sacrament actually. Um, but the reason is it's about communion. Mm-hmm. Like it's about communion with like your like literally built like in the sense of the word, like com- building community. So like when you get married, you marry each other's families, <laughs> you know? And it was so cool to see that, with my sister, because we, her um, in-laws are not from Charlotte or Greenville, which is like where all of my family is right now. And so we had never met her mother-in-law and father-in-law also because of COVID, like we would have otherwise. But um, Her mother-in-law has um, a lot of chronic health issues. So like they had to be extra careful all year, um, understandably. So like, it was just, it was so cool to see how like she is joining their family, you know? And, and it was so exciting to be like, Dan is joining our family. And, and it was really special to, to sense that and like get to, to like witness it for her with his family and how beautiful, like they, how beautifully they welcomed her and how happy they are to have her. They, so he's from a small family, right? He just has one set, one sister. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like his dad went out of his way to to tell each of us like how special it is to him, to his dad, that Dan is getting all these like brothers and sisters in this wedding, in this marriage. And it was really sweet. And like my kids, you know, have, they fell in love with him the second time they were around him. Like very, very quick. Um, he's yeah. just one of those guys who's, he's not like, he's not overstimulating of kids. Like he's very gentle and quiet, but he listens to them and they, they realize that right away. Like, Oh, he's paying attention. And I think it makes them feel really special. And, um, and they just all love him so much. And so it was really sweet. Like, like my eldest tried to be joined their final dance. <laughs> he like, okay. went up to like put his arms around. <laughs> he's like, my, my son is 10 years old. That was the cutest thing because it was Will, who's 10, and then Robbie, yeah. who is five. Six? How old? Five. I don't know. He's, I think he's I five. Know. You're right. Is he five? And they were, we'll have to post this on our new rules account because this was just the funniest thing. You see like Cecilia and Dan in so much love. And then they turn and there are these two little boys that are just smashed up. Again. They're like hands awkwardly on their bums. So they can, that's like where their heads were. <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> so cute but yeah no I think you're right actually and I I uh, loved how inclusive your family was of Dan's family and vice versa it's just everything about it was so it just gave you like a, a little bit of boost like rejuvenation like you were saying Moses has called you a couple times afterward Catherine and I were talking earlier. You and I were both saying how much we miss each other. Like you just remember how much you love everyone and you're around everyone. And and I do realize that some people 
do not have weddings that go this way. And for some people, <laughs> weddings are very stressful and there's a lot of drama. Um, let me just give well, a little. We had a lot of drama too, I was, to be yeah. fair. I was, I was but what's, say... what's the thing you kept saying? I want you to share that. That was such a good, I don't know where you heard that. I know you didn't make it up, but no, it's so it true. I'm you made it smart. up. It was genius. Okay. So share your, your wisdom for dealing with family drama. So family drama, if you don't feed it, it will die. <laughs> like basically if you feed it it will grow if you don't feed it it will just go away um and what I mean by that is like if you talk about it and dwell on it and you know tell everyone about it and everything then yeah it'll be drama and it'll be a big deal but you just let it go it's fine that's a whole nother topic I could talk about but I have realized that because I've been visiting family now for two weekends and when you have a lot of people together, there's always something that happens, you know? Yeah, in our families, you have a lot of big personalities. Yes. yes so the fun, do. like if people are listening and like, oh, my family's so boring. Like the fun also comes with some drama. Yes. <laughs> or like, yeah, some bad choices. Yeah, some, some great stories for later. <laughs> Yeah, it was nothing like nothing that ruined it, but it, that's to your point because in the moment when you're and you can be legitimately irritated by something like that's not okay or that's rude or whatever, um, but you can also just be like, you know what? But I still I want to focus on the good stuff, and this is not going to be something that I'm really going to remember ten years from now. So, and if. If you feed it, then it'll grow with other people, but then also yourself. That's how grudges happen. You know, Mm -hmm. I really think that, yes, you can be really offended by something and it's something good. It's very difficult. I'm, I struggle with trying to balance. When should I be, when should I continue to be mad at someone and punish them for what they did, you know, or like wait until they apologize or something versus move on? And how do you move on without just, Oh, pretending like it didn't happen because that's not it, but more mm-hmm. accepting the reality, pivoting, and moving forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, not like, like, not catering to somebody's dysfunction or someone's uh, flaw, right? If they're like deeply insecure or have an anger problem or whatever, like, we all have flaws, right? We all have issues that we need to work on. And it's not, like loving someone and forgiving them does not mean you're like catering to that and enabling that um, because that's not love either. But I think, I think there's also a point where you're just like, you know what, this person needs to work on this and they're not ready (laughs) to address this with me right now. Maybe they will be someday. Maybe they'll never address it with me, but they'll privately work on it in other relationships, you know? Yeah. And I'm also thinking about, I'm not thinking about things that happened to you. Honestly, I'm thinking about, some situations with me this weekend. Yeah. Um, and a couple people that that I could tell there was some some drama and some deep insecurity. And it reminded me of some people I was friends with in college that I had to unfriend because it was just like a constant cycle of of like self-centered insecurity, right? Um, that you needed to like 
constantly be assuaging and like saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings or, Oh, like I have to make sure I do this so that this person doesn't freak out and doesn't, you know, get upset. It's like, no, like at a certain point you just have to let it go. And, but, but I think you also like with, I think with true forgiveness, which you have to have in a, in a family setting, (laughs) you have to have in a marriage, like you have to have in any, like any committed relationship. So like your siblings, your parents, your in-laws, your husband, your wife, like you have to have this constant forgiveness, right? This attitude of forgiveness, this heart for forgiveness, but that does not mean enabling them in toxic behaviors. (laughs) I think it just means, like you said, like, like being able to walk away from it. Like sometimes you have to say your piece. Sometimes you have to know, like, if I don't, invite this person to something that, you know, they might be offended, but you know what, it, it would be unnatural for them to be there. So I'm just going to let it go and not worry about it. Um, like there's, there's things that we all have, that we all know, okay, if I say this or I don't say this person's going to be ticked off, but I, it's also unhealthy for me to, to continue to enable their behavior. Um, but I think you walk away from that and you let it go. Like you said, you don't feed on it. You don't, um, it's not your your business or your job to like make sh- to see how they handled it, right? Right. <laughs> like right. you forgive them, and you're like, yeah. you know what? We're all working on things. I'm working on things. Hopefully, if they're not ready to deal with this now, hopefully they will in other relationships or down the road. So maybe that's also why it's easier with weddings because you can always kind of recenter yourself and be like, okay, it's not about me. Yeah, you know. It's not. It's about celebrating the union of these two people and their families. And it's about... And celebrating your family in general. Exactly. And it's about what the bride wants. And it's about, you know, it's not about me for a wedding. Unless it's your wedding. (laughs) And then it better be all (laughs) No, like even then it's not. It's also about your spouse. And it's about your new family. And it's about, it's not just about you, the bride, you know. Um, which you, you didn't act like that at your wedding anyway. So I'm like, that's what I'm teasing you about it. No, like it isn't ever just about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, oh, like that was in the homily. You probably will remember this where the priest said, like, when God gives us gifts, it's not, they're not for us to just bask in ourselves and hoard and save up, pile up and be like, Oh, I have all this great, this great life. I have all these great gifts. Like there, when God gives you gifts and blessings, it's for you to turn around and bless other people. Um, and that's, you know, that is what he always does. Like, that's why he calls us to like tithe, you know, from our, our earnings, or that's why he calls us to, um, to have like a heart for other people or to, you know, to, and I think that the family unit really helps you realize that (laughs) like it's, there's so few times that it's ever just about you when you're a part of a, especially a big family, but just a family in general, like even my new brother-in-law's family, it's smaller. And there were many times that he had to check what he wanted based on like what his mom needed or what his dad would need or his, you know, his mm-hmm. sister. And I think, um, I think that that's because like, yeah, when you are given things, it's not just for you. It's for you to to help other people and to share with other people. Yeah. So. I agree. I love that. Yeah. This is great. So we should just call this my big fat Stansberry wedding. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Yes. Yes. Uh, for I do listeners, have- that's my maiden name and Liz's mom's maiden name. So yes, you do have what? I have a final story to close our um, session off with, which is just something that happened to a friend of my network recently. And I had to share it with you. <laughs> okay. Exciting. Okay. So my friend was interviewing people and here's, this is the reason why I have to share this because I feel like we've heard a lot of stories about zoom calls and I was like, that's not real. People are yeah. that dumb, right? Yeah. Apparently they are. So she was interviewing somebody on a Zoom call, right? And uh, his dog was going crazy in the background. So he's like, hold on. um, Can I get my dog real fast? And she's like, yeah, sure. Not a problem. And he stood up and he was wearing tidy whities (laughs) No. Yes. I always think that those like clips you see on the internet are staged or it's like actors. I know. But this is an interview that my friend was conducting at work. And he like realized and he quickly sat back down. And then they like continued the interview. But she's the like, dog's still freaking out. <laughs> the dog's still freaking out. He's trying to act normal. And he knows like, he's in his underwear. He knows she knows he's in his underwear. <laughs> she's like she's like i tried listening but all i could see was his white ass legs i couldn't (laughs) hear anything he said oh my lord oh my gosh yes i just (laughs) had to share that so don't be dumb on zoom people (laughs) wow it's it's just a camera it's okay p.s i just realized on our cameras i can hide the cam so i'm not distracted by my reflection can you still see me though if I do this? No. Ah oh, man. Sorry. Here yeah. I thought I was being all smooth and like you could still, you know, see my yeah. face. Shoot. We were so close to not having any technical things happen. <laughs> Damn. Right. We even everyone listening, like we even like shelled out a good bit of investment in this so that we could use this platform that we felt like would be better quality and easier for the two of us to pod together. And I feel like it just doesn't, it did not change the fact that we still have technical issues. Every time. <laughs> We're just spazzes with technology. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have a lovely rest of your Wednesday. You too. Maybe you can get David to do like a 10 miles on the bike. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye.